0: Hey y'all, it's your girl Smanji and welcome to the Avocado and Honey podcast where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now let's grow together. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out the previous episode. Um, I basically was vulnerable with y'all and just sharing the things that I am grateful for in regards to my life and just how proud I am of myself for continuing to go and achieve things that I didn't think I would be able to. Um, I also just want to mention, like in that episode, I did say, like, you know, um, figuring life out and like, you know, how we're trying to figure life out. And after reading Tabitha Brown's book and just, you know, reflecting, I'm like thinking like, what if life isn't meant to be figured out? Like, what if we're just here to enjoy life and just do the things that we love to do and just simply enjoy, simply be. Like you know, like what if we're just making it more complicated than it needs to be? Yeah, that's just something for me to reflect on. But I just felt the need to say that. But for today's episode, I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all the tarot energy for the next two weeks. Um, as always, I pulled the two cards before press and record, and then I'll read the definitions via Biddy Tarot. Um, I also want to talk about May on Netflix because I watched that this past week. I'm gonna try not to have any spoilers because I know it's fairly new and a lot of y'all probably haven't seen it, but I just wanna share some things that I appreciate about the series. And I also wanna talk about Miss Tabitha Brown's book. I haven't fully finished it. I have like an hour left on the audio book. I only listen to it like when I'm working on Shell Moneys. Shout out to everyone who's been supporting me via Shell Moneys. Y'all definitely been keeping me busy. I am truly grateful for y'all. Thank you. Um, and also like when I go running and stuff, I'll listen to an audiobook sometimes, like other times I got my, my music, but I do want to talk about, um, what I've read so far from the book because it was just so refreshing. Like your girl feel seen with reading this Tabitha, Miss Tabitha Brown's book, but let's go ahead and get into the tarot energy. So like I said before, I went ahead and pulled the two cards before pressing record. And the two cards that I pulled was the hangman. And then the second card is the Ace of Pentacles in reverse. So the Hangman was upright. So I'm going to go ahead and start with the Ace of Pentacles in reverse first, and then I'll go ahead and read the Hangman upright. When the Reverse Ace of Pentacles appears in a tale reading, you may feel hesitant about moving forward with an offer, invitation, or opportunity, particularly one that relates to your career, finances, or business. You may catch yourself second-guessing the timing or doubting whether you have what it takes to see it through. Don't move forward until you're ready. Assess the feasibility of your idea and its potential outcomes. Perform your due diligence and figure out if this opportunity is meant for you or not. The Ace of Pentacles reverse may also be a warning that that a financial opportunity A pay raise, a new job, a loan, or business offer could fall through unexpectedly. Or the other party may retract it without explanation. As the saying goes, don't count your chickens before they hatch. So if you get an offer, wait until the money is in your bank account before spending it. Furthermore, the Ace of Pentacles reverse advises you to be very careful with your expenditures. When the card is inverted, the coin looks as though it's about to fall out of the magical hand. Now is not the time to get in over your head and take on any obligations with huge monthly repayments. Do not rely on the promise of financial opportunity in the future like a pay raise or gift either. Be pragmatic and be pragmatic and allow a bit of fat. your budgeting in case you are without employment or have a large and unexpected financial outlay at times the reverse ace of pinnacles suggests that you're trying to manifest your goals but keep running into delays if you're having limited success then you may need to revise your proposed approach do you need to realign your goals to something more realistic financial or other professional advice may be necessary to help you get back on track If you are looking to start a new business or take up a new job offer, the reverse ace of Pentacles warns as a significant risk due to lack of planning and foresight. Do not charge ahead without validating whether the market has a need for your services. Spend a little bit more time in the planning stage and give ample consideration to the financial aspect of your new venture. That don't really resonate with me, but only time will tell if it will actually resonate with me or you or anyone else. But, you know, if you're considering anything that was talked about in the definition, then just keep that in the back of your mind as you go throughout the next two weeks. So now I'm going to read um, The Upright Hangman. The Hangman reminds you that sometimes you have to put everything on hold before you can take the next step. Or the universe will do it on your behalf. And it may not always be at the most convenient time. You may have heard the saying, what got you here won't get you there. And that indeed is at play in this card. The hangman calls you to release the old mental models and behavior patterns that no longer serve you. So you can see your world from a new perspective and embrace new opportunities that would otherwise been hitting from you if you didn't hit the brakes. Here's the thing. These pauses can be voluntary or involuntary. If you're in tune with your intuition, you'll start to have a sense for when it's time to hit the brakes and put things on hold before things get out of hand. But if you're, not in a, if you're, but if you're out of alignment and oblivious to those intuitive signs, the universe will probably put things on hold for you in the form of continued obstacles, ill health, and breakdowns. When you sense the pause coming, pay attention to it, otherwise the universe will turn up the volume until you can't ignore it any longer. When the hangman appears in a tarot reading, the projects and activities may be coming to an unexpected or abrupt halt. Don't keep pushing forward, hoping that more force will drive you to where you want to go. Instead, surrender to the opportunity to pause and view it as a view, view it as your chance to reassess and reevaluate where you are on your path. Something new is emerging and you won't be able to see it unless you allow the time and space for it to come through. The hangman is your invitation to welcome these pauses with open arms and surrender to the what is, even if it's different from what you expected. Take time away from your routine to connect with a new way of thinking and seeing. Sure, you might have to put important projects on hold while you do this and it might be super inconvenient, but trust me, it'll be worth it. This is the universe's way of helping you see new perspectives and preparing you for the next up leveling and that is happening in your life. If you push or resist, you will meet more obstacles along the way. Instead, allow opportunities to flow smoothly, smoothly and effortlessly to you. The hangman can sometimes reflect that you are feeling stuck or restricted in your life. What is holding you in this stuck position? What is preventing you from moving forward? On one level, the hangman is asking you to surrender and let go instead of investing in specific outcomes or resisting your current circumstances. Accept them and allow yourself to flow with life. On another level, you are being called to change your perspective and shift your energy and may find that separating yourself from your everyday life is helpful. Whether it's going for a walk in nature, going on a retreat, or moving to a new country. Change up your routine so you can start to shift your energy and flow more freely again. This definitely uh, resonated with the girl. (laughs) I feel like, you know, I'm being told to just kind of go with the flow. Like, I've been getting all kinds of signs. Yesterday, actually... Um, I came, I ran to the store last night and then I came back and my apartment smelled like my grandma's house. Like my grandma passed away, um, a while ago, actually over about like 11 years ago now. And, um, this is my second time like smelling her. And I feel like it's always on time. It's like a reminder that one, I'm not alone. And then also probably to just pause, take a break. And yesterday I just got after smelling and just sitting here and just, Being grateful for the experience, um, I just felt the need to like go to the park and like have a picnic with myself, put my feet in some grass, hug a tree, or some shit like that. So, I'm gonna be doing that probably tomorrow or Friday, and I'm really excited for it. So, um, yeah, I feel like I'm just being told to kind of just go with the flow and just trust that everything is happening for a reason. Everything is happening for me and not to me. So, just quit having these expectations and just go because. Like what we envision for ourselves, like the creator and everyone out on the other realms that's looking out for us, like they see the bigger picture and like, we're probably playing small. Like we're most likely we are because like our mind is pretty limited to what they, the universe and the creator can do for us. So I'm going a, I'm to a go with the flow. I'm going to go and I'm going to go hug a tree or something. <laughs> but yeah, that's the energy for the next two weeks. Um, take what resonate, leave what don't. Um... Yeah. So let's go ahead and get into Maid. I keep wanting to say The Maid, but it's just called Maid and it's on Netflix. Um, I can't remember all the actors, but I know Anika Noni Rose is in there. And uh, the first thing that I appreciate, well, let me tell you what, briefly tell you what's it about. So basically it's about a woman who's experienced uh domestic violence in a relationship. And then she basically tries to leave her husband and create a new life for herself, like to sum it up um and yeah so what I appreciate about that is the fact that the rich woman was not was a black woman and the maid was a white woman this is my first time well I, I I keep saying it's always my first time I don't know if my first time seeing that but I appreciate that because normally when we see maid like movies and stuff it's always like a black person or a person of color um that's you know the maid cleaning a rich woman or a rich white person's house. So in this series, it was reversed, which was like, that's when I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Because I kept seeing it pop up on Netflix, but I wasn't interested. Like it was called Maid. Like I wasn't, I just wasn't interested. Twitter um, actually got me interested. So people were talking about it on Twitter and I was like, well, let me check this shit out. And I'm so happy I did. So one thing I appreciate about uh, the series, aside from the casting, is the fact that they... Um, Use emotional abuse, abuse, sorry, versus physical abuse, because, you know, when we think of domestic violence, we tend to think physical abuse first, not realizing that emotional, emotional abuse is just as bad. So I do appreciate that so much. I appreciate that so much because I feel like a lot of people need to understand that emotional abuse is just as bad as physical abuse, if not worse, like Ari Lennox said at the end of the song. Um, So, yeah, I appreciate that. I love how the main character uses writing as like her therapy. Um, although she was a writer in the show, I, I just appreciate how she used writing to get through what she was going through and also, you know, encouraging other people to write. You know, I'm trying not to share too much of the story and shit. But yeah, if you've seen it, then you can, you know, understand all these things I appreciate. And if you haven't seen it, maybe this will encourage you to watch it because it's definitely it's worth it. It's worth it. I really love how the little girl loved the song Shoot by Salt and Pepper because that's my shit. Like, brother, wanna think your mother for a butt like that? Like, I love that song and I love how that little girl loved that song. Every time they played it, I sung along. So I appreciate that. And also too, like, when it comes to like, uh, domestic violence or any type of like traumatic cycle that we're trying to break like whether that's like generational curse or whatever like you know if you're trying to eat differently like whatever cycle we're trying to break I I feel like well I love like the contrast like you see one character who's trying her very best like to break that cycle and then you have one another character which was her mother who was just kind of caught up in the cycle. And it was just so hard for her to even see a different way. Like, you know, it was just like repeat mode with her. And I was just like, once I got to the end of the series, I was just like, that's literally how it goes. You have the one person who experienced something like domestic violence in a situation, and it's just hard for them to get out of that cycle because... In a sense, like it's all that they feel that they know, like, you know, to eventually that's what love will look like to them. And then you have someone like her daughter who, again, is doing everything in her power to break that cycle because she just refused to let that be her story. So I appreciate seeing the both, both cycles or both like endings that are both outcomes that can come out of like, you know, trying to break that cycle. And in this case, it's domestic violence. And then also with the mother's character and everything, like when we saying, you know, she experienced a lot of trauma and shit. And also with um, Tabitha Brown's book, trauma literally creates a lot of mental illnesses, like, you know, especially if we don't deal with it, like if we or if we don't talk about it, hide it, act like shit never happened, like that is literally the root at all of most, I'll say, mental illnesses. And also like TikTok is actually teaching me a lot because TikTok, a lot of people on there is just being themselves, which is again, another thing that I appreciate about the app. So a lot of people are talking about a lot of mental illnesses that a lot of people don't, well, uh, me, I guess, um, don't realize are out there or kind of just tend to forget or don't even realize that black people experience these type of illnesses. And they always, you know, teach us on TikTok and they're just saying like, you know, yes, it stems from trauma and shit like that. So it's like. Yeah, that's just something to fucking think about, I guess. But um, another thing that I appreciate about it is that, like, you know, with her story, with the main character story, like, when she got to the end, I feel like the lesson is that, like, you know, we're strong enough. We're stronger than we think we are, one, and then we're strong enough to break whatever cycle it is that we're trying to break. So seeing that, like, it was, I was, like, emotional just watching it because it was just, like... I could relate to the main character so much. I mean, I have never been in a domestic violence situation, but just some of the obstacles that she had to overcome in order just to get her life together was where it became relatable. Um, and my heart definitely goes out to everyone or anyone who has experienced uh, domestic violence. I know that's something that's not easy to overcome. Um, so I can only have empathy for you, but um, I do appreciate this show a lot just because it could just, you can apply it to different parts of your life outside of just relationships and things like that. And it's just like, you are strong enough to do it and just see, like, I don't want to ruin the the fucking series, but just seeing her try uh, to overcome and all that shit, it was just super motivating. And it's just like, you know what? I can do this too. I can overcome whatever I feel like I can't overcome. Like I loved it. So, I give it five stars. <laughs> Y'all should definitely go check it out. It's on Netflix and it's called Made. And if you watched it already, like, you know, I think it's called Made, but it could be called The Made. I want to say The Made so bad. But um, if you watched it already, you know, let me know in the comments on social media or whatever. Like, let's talk about it because that show was really, really good. I need to tell my homegirl, um, Ann to watch it actually so we can talk about it too. When I was listening to Feed the Soul, I definitely sent her a message and was like, you got to listen to Tabitha Brown's book because it's amazing. And she was like, you know, she's an Aquarius like us because, you know, gang, gang, Aquarius, like we, we the best. Shout out to all the signs and air signs especially, but more importantly, shout out to Aquarians. <laughs> but um, that was enough of the maid. So I, now I want to go into Miss Tabitha Brown's book, Feed the Soul. I have not finished it yet. Again, I have like an hour left on the audiobook, which like I'm probably going to finish tonight or tomorrow morning when I go for a run again. But um, I love it. I love her book. I already knew I was going to love it before I even got it. Like before I even listened, like I knew I was going to love it. And when it comes to these types of books, I love getting the audiobook because when I listen to it, I just feel like it feels like the author, whoever's reading it, whatever they're reading, it feels like they're talking or speaking directly to me. And I love that. Like, you know, it makes me listen even more like, and it just makes me feel loved because I love Tabitha Brown. Her voice is so soothing. Uh, One of the things I appreciate about this book, which is probably why I need to get the physical copy is that she includes vegan recipes. Like, I think that's genius. She's incorporating everything that's her online at least into this book. I appreciate how vulnerable she is. Like you already know that's my shit because of, in the words of Darnell Lamont Walker, vulnerability saves lives. Like legit. Like if you share something that you've been holding in or you don't want to share, 9 times out of 10 somebody's going to be able to relate and you might you're going to like you know feel seen. Like you're going to feel like someone get you and then you're going to feel less alone in this world because whether we want to believe it or not, like when we get in these spaces, we think that like nobody can relate to us, nobody knows what we're going through. Like it's a whole world out here. There's someone out here that's gone that's been with you been what that's been through what you've been through, and someone that's overcome it and someone that's currently going through it. So let's talk about it. Like there's no shame in anything that we experience. And Tabitha Brown's book is proof of that. Like I didn't had no idea sis overcame so much. Stuff in her life, like you know, and I'm gonna try not to give it away as well, but I definitely want to talk about some of the things that she said Um, more like the positive because you know, sis is all about positivity. I love her so much, yo. I I just love her. But as I was listening to like the first half, I was definitely like, you know, jotting down some of the things that I want to mention on here. Um, and it's kind of it's gonna be kind of repetitive, you know, and that's one thing I appreciate again, just like you know, the people who are seeking like to be one with the spirit, seeking to be one with their creator, doing the work to become their best self, like you and I, like we're gonna, it's gonna be repetitive, some of the things that we say, because it is what the fuck it is, you know, but it's always so great to have these reminders because we can get caught up in this human life. We get caught up in just, the 3d as the tarot readers that listen to say we get caught up into what's actually like what's currently going on in our lives we forget that we're these powerful spiritual beings so when we open up a book from someone like Tabitha Brown and then we get we can remember so reading this I definitely made me feel seen it was super refreshing and it felt like she was feeding my soul so in the beginning of the book, one of the things she mentioned is like you need to specify exactly what you want. Like, because, you know, we always talking about manifesting and speaking things into existence. And that's one thing I can definitely agree on. I feel like we all can. You got to be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. Like, you know, you'd be like, I want a boyfriend. I want a boyfriend. I want a boyfriend. And now you got a boyfriend, but this boyfriend ain't treating you right. Like he ain't. Like, you know, like, it's just like, but what type of, like, you got to be super specific with everything. Like, I want a job. I want a job. I want a job. I want to make money. Like, how do you want to make money? Like, you know what I'm saying? There's a whole bunch of ways you can make money and you could be making some money, but it's going to be in ways that's not fulfilling for you. So I love that reminder to be super specific in what it is that you want, which is something I've been doing. Like I said, in a previous episode, I was definitely detailing exactly what it is that, I would want within myself. I detailed made a list of what exactly I would want in a partner. I made a list of things that I would want in friendships. What, how I want to make money. Like I made lists for everything because the lessons that I've been experiencing, I don't want to go through that again. So let me be specific because universe, like you, you've been hearing me a little bit too clear. So let me and be funny as shit, right? They be trying to be funny, the universe, but. Yes, we got to be super specific and the things that we want in life because we just might get it. I really appreciate Tabitha Brown when she speaks about um, having faith. Um, because that's one thing that is super important. Because if you... And that's one thing that I've been battling. Like I've been saying, like I'd be worrying about shit. But if you're worrying, that means you don't have faith. Like if you are worried things aren't gonna happen for you, then that means you don't have faith in yourself. That means you don't have faith in the creator. That means you're doubting that there's even a chance that that shit can't even happen for you. So once you do that, then you lose faith. And it's so easy to lose faith. So it's so dope hearing someone who has such strong faith in herself and the creator and God is so beautiful. And it's a nice reminder. Like, it's like, what are you worrying about? Everything's going to be okay. Like, do you know how powerful you are? Do you know how much you even deserve this? Like, you're going to be good. Like, quit worrying. And I really appreciate her sharing her journey um, when it comes to church I'm not a religious person. I wouldn't I'm, I wouldn't say I'm affiliated with any religion, but y'all know I'm a spiritual motherfucker. So um, I appreciate her sharing her journey with um, the church because I thought she was a really like a real, real like Christian Christian. Like, you know, I definitely did assume that about her. Um, but then listening to the book, it's like, you know, she definitely considers herself a spiritual person as well as a, a Christian, but just like a different type of Christian. I'll let you listen to the book or read the book to figure out what type of Christian our good sis is. But I do appreciate it. And I don't shade anyone who's like, you know, wants to be a part of a religion or, you know, identifies with the religion because that's your business <laughs> and it ain't mine. So, and if that's what you know, what you choose to, then that's what it is. Because at the end of the day, um, religion, in a sense, teaches us like how to believe in something that's not here. So I could never really knock it because it's like you know I did go to church growing up, and with me doing that, I feel like it made it a lot easier for me now as an adult to believe in this spiritual, the spirituality, and believe in the universe and the creator and manifest. It, it helps me to believe that because. I experienced that as a child. I was taught to believe in something that I couldn't see, which is something that we don't learn anywhere else outside of religion. (sighs) Another thing I wanna talk about that I kinda, I think, mentioned in a previous podcast, you know, I said something of the nature that like, you know, if I were to die, then I wouldn't be as happy as with myself because I know I could do so much more, blah, 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 something like that. She says something like the richest place is the cemetery because everybody died with all their ideas and the things that they wanted to do and accomplish and achieve and create here on this ghetto ass planet. And that made me think of Les Brown because some days when I like need a little push, I do put on me some Les Brown because I love I love his laugh. Number one, Um, number two, like I love just his motivational speeches. Like he's just I can feel the love, you know what I'm saying? So I do love listening to him. And he said something very similar to that. And he was just like, you know, imagine yourself on your deathbed and all your ideas, all the things you wanted to ever accomplish in his life is like surrounding you. And like, they're upset with you because you didn't bring them to life. You didn't create them. Like now they're not going to get a chance to live. That's, this is me paraphrasing. Of course, he didn't say this, you know, verbatim, but I think about that often, like, you know, I have a lot of ideas, y'all, and there's a lot that I want to do with this life as Angie, as Samanji, you know, as the creator of Avocado and Honey, there's so much that I plan to achieve in this life, and if I, like, basically get up and get on it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's time. The time is now to do, to start, like, you know, again, nothing is going to happen overnight, but we can definitely start creating the foundation to whatever it is that we want to achieve in this life, because we're only going to be, our soul is going to be in this body, in this lifetime, one time. Like, you know what I'm saying? We may have lived many lives, but But never have we ever lived in this life like, you know, hopefully that makes sense. I'm just like, I'm feeling it. I just feel so good today. And I'm just grateful as always, you know, another line um, or something that I wrote down from Feed My Soul by Tabitha Brown is in order to be authentic, you have to embrace all that you are. And I love that line because like I'm a fucking weirdo, <laughs> and that's just it. It took me a while to realize it because my family was so accepting, which I appreciate like my family, I remember asking my cousin like i, I we had a photo, and like my finger was up in her nose, and then we like you know as adults we're looking at it, and I'm like, yo, like Nini, her nickname, like Nini, why did you let me put my finger in your nose?" And she was like, girl, you always did weird shit like that. <laughs> and I just laughed. And I was just like, yo, I never knew I was weird until I went to college and New York. And everybody was like, girl, you're a little strange. But that's OK. Like, this is who I am. Like, I'll be that weirdo. And for me, I know everybody's like, you know, everybody want to be weird or whatever. But it's like, you know, the, the beauty of being who we are is embracing what makes us different. And again, that's another reason why I love TikTok. Because TikTok people are truly being themselves. Like if you, you know, maneuver your fucking for you page and make it for you, like you will see what I'm talking about, like man like people on there are just embracing what makes them different and it's just so beautiful because the reality is we ain't the same like who wants to be the same like I definitely don't want to be like anyone else like we are all one of one and that's beautiful as fuck so like we should definitely embrace whatever it is that makes us different whatever it is whatever another hard listen I feel um, from the Tabitha Brown book was, um, she was talking about insanity. We all know the definition of insanity is doing something over and over and expecting different results. And with that, she was basically saying to take ownership for your life. Like, you know, you can't keep doing things over and over and expecting a different outcome. And, um, that was just a reminder for me and like kind of what I believe the Ace of Pentacles was, um, saying in reverse And that was just to let go of whatever is no longer serving you. Like we can't keep doing again, moving how we move in and expecting our lives to change and to create whatever reality we want without changing or releasing what is no longer serving us. And I feel like that's going to be something that we're going to continue, continually, continuously have to do throughout life. Like, you know, it's just evolve is what it's called. And like. I feel like the gist of some of the stuff she was saying and like the chapter or like book two, it's really hard to like figure out what chapters is what when you're listening to it. Cause you know, you just listen to it and not like physically reading, but I think it was like part two and that was just like, just truly trusting yourself. And like, you know, she went and shared stories about how she kind of ignored feels when it felt like, you know, people at her job wasn't really vibing with her, didn't really like her, but you know, she just ignored it and act like everything was sweet until she got a nice reality check. And of course that I read that resonated. I related all that with that because like that was something that I used to do big time. Like it was because if I appreciate this person and I fucked with this person, even if the feeling was mutual and I could feel it, like I would still ignore it because I fucked with them. Like, you know, so in my mind, we're friends when in reality, no, I'm just their friend. Like they're not really my friend. And so Um, yeah, she was just saying, stop, ignore the signs. And it's basically just really trust yourself. Like, you know, when you really like work on yourself, like learn to really trust your intuition, like that intuition will become your best friend. And it was so refreshing to hear um, Miss Tabitha Brown's like, you know, share that with us. Like it was so beautiful. She was sharing all these like, Talents and shit like I didn't realize how intuitive our good sis actually is as well So that was really refreshing and I just appreciate her so much for sharing that with us The part that I'm I just finished in the book She was speaking on just like, you know sharing your trauma and stuff like that because when you don't share the things that happen to you Um, and just try to pretend like I said earlier that it didn't happen then that, like she said, actually said it in the book, what I said earlier, that can actually make you sick <laughs> mentally, physically, like it will come out. If you don't let it like come out verbally or let let it come out, however you feel like you need to release it, then it's going to make its way out in other forms as illnesses. So yeah. Like, I, I just appreciate her so much for being vulnerable with us and sharing so much of her life because she didn't have to. But the fact that she did, like, it makes me feel seen and I'm sure it's going to help you feel seen and make you just feel like help you relate. Like, you know, and then when I see people like Miss Tabitha Brown or even like uh, Natty Chef, who was on uh, our four year anniversary, the live show. When I see people like them and other people who are just blissfully living through life, I love seeing them because when when we see things that we love in other people, it's a reflection of us. So when I see Miss Tabitha Brown or even again Naty Chav, Miriam Hasna, like all these people that I uh, like look up to and appreciate, like I know what is possible for myself because I can see myself within them. Like you know what I'm saying? Like seeing Miss Tabitha Brown just blissfully live through life and just happy all the time that means I could be that way too like you know what I'm saying like everything that we appreciate within um within other people is a reflection of us like it's if 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 you're not already there then it's what can potentially happen for you if you you know act accordingly and do whatever it is you need to to get there and that goes for also the negative things too like you know if you're talking shit and don't like something within someone then you know got to take a step back and reflect like Mm -hmm. How can I relate to that so much (laughs) to not like it because it's a reflection of you So again, I love seeing miss tabitha brown Online and this book just made me love her so much more and the fact that she's an aquarius as well but like, you know, but yeah, i'm gonna go ahead and stop there But yeah, if y'all haven't um gotten miss tabitha brown's book, please go get it. It's super refreshing I'm gonna definitely listen to it. Um Whenever I feel like I need to get that reminder, because like I said, it's so easy to get caught up in our day to day that we forget just how powerful we are, like these beautiful spiritual beings that we actually are. And then, you know, we start worrying and losing faith and shit. So I'm definitely grateful that I did get the audiobook, even though, again, I'm going to get that physical copy too, because it's just something about it. And also I want those recipes. Like I was listening this morning and she was, she did a recipe with some fried peaches biscuit. Like I know that's some Southern shit because some southern shit, but that shit sounds great, and I'm just like, mm, I think I'm gonna need to try that. It was like fried peaches and biscuit. Like, I want to try vegan, of course. Everything was vegan, but um, yeah, y'all should go get that book and let's talk about it if you already read it. Like, shout out to Miss Tabitha Brown, you are appreciated, sis. But yes, I'll stop there, and I'm gonna go ahead and get into the jam of the week. But before I get into the jam of the week, y'all be sure to like, subscribe, share this episode with a friend. Um. Follow Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms at Avocado and Honey. You can follow your girl on all social media platforms, including TikTok, um, at underscore smangy, s m a n g i e e. If you want to support me, um, or just wear some fly ass jewelry or hair accessories, these are like the little head or hair ties that I sell. And then you know earrings, and you know I sell lock gems, all that stuff. Y'all can head over to ShellMoney's store to support me. Also, make a face mask that you can see back here. Um, but yeah, you go to shellmass.store, shellmass, shellmoneys.store, um, or you can follow shellmoneys on Instagram and Facebook at shellmoneys. Um, yeah, I think that's it. If you're watching this from, you know, YouTube, be sure to like and all that shit too. Thank you. But for this jam of the week, she's actually been on my podcast before. Um, it's Fearless Negro. So if you haven't listened to that episode, please do. This is dope. I think she's an Aquarius too, (laughs) but, um, fearless Negroes back in 2019. I remember that day, like yesterday, it was such fun, so much fun recording that episode, but, um, not too long ago, she dropped this song called confidence. Now, like I've been listening to a lot of Luke James lately. So when I, when I'm at the crib, I've been listening to that live album, And also to feel love, like I've been honestly having those two albums on repeat, which is technically like the same album. It's just that one's a live performance and the other is a studio recorded. But when I'm out running, this is one of the songs that been motivating me. Like this song makes me feel so good. It's called Confidence, and it's like the perfect voguing song. So if you're into that, like. Perfect for that. I wouldn't be surprised if this shit goes viral on Twitter and um pretty soon. Or Twitter, I'm in TikTok. But yeah, so thank y'all again for being on this journey with me. Thank y'all for listening to me, like, tuning in. I'd be so amazed that, like, you know, so many people <laughs> tune in every week to listen to my ads. Because i just be feeling like I'd be going on tangents and shit. But we all in this together. We all figuring this life out. Like, you know, I don't even want to say that anymore. Like, we're all enjoying life and becoming coming back to ourselves is what I say but I appreciate y'all for being on this journey um towards being the best being our best self like you know and I'm gonna go ahead and play it again this song is called Confidence and it's by Fearless Negro and it's on it's on Spotify it's probably on all streaming platforms but um I talk to y'all next week oh. To the formula, she, she a nobler. Ooh, ah, uh, she a star, black phenomena, fucking unbeliever. Heels on water die. I'm going far, ta ta. Make no mistake, every step is an earthquake. Double take causing neck Confidence. injuries, waste on wizardry, bitches in misery. Edges on Confidence. currency, skin on Confidence. glittery, lips on slippery, or on synergy, Confidence. neck on shivery. Step, ho, step, ho, step pose step, pose, confidence, 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 confidence. Confidence. Confidence.